0: Hello friends and folks and welcome back to Scanline Media's Gimmick Awards. This is our Game of the Year Celebration Awards Ceremony Debate Discussion Show. Uh, I'm Six Damar.
1: I'm Jennifer Uncle.
2: I'm Kyrie A. Page.
0: And we're here to talk about the game of the decade. Now, okay. Last year was 2020. This, these awards are about 2020. So you're thinking, okay, so this is the best game from 2011, 2012, 2013. 20, no. It's the best game for the decade of 2020. Cause... Which is to say, that year felt like it lasted a decade. Yeah. <laughs> and so what was the best game that, not the best game of the year, just the game that kept you, helped kept you sane for a while during that year? eternity yep uh i i realize the name is a little bit confusing but i also still like it
2: it's very good it's a very good name (laughs) that it is
0: uh jen how about you give us uh uh, what are our nominees for game of the decade
1: okay so we have apex legends hades animal crossing new horizons total war three kingdoms skate three Final Fantasy 14, Gundam Breaker 3, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2.
0: Now, how hard are we coming out of the out of the out of the out of the jump here? Like is that a starter pistol f- pistol fires and I'm immediately throwing a punch? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I I guess if we were to try and cut something immediately, it would be between Skate 3 or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2.
0: Really? I played both of those. Tony Hawk's is fun. Skate
2: fucking isn't.
1: (laughs) While I disagree, I do think that... um, That was the
2: most graceful way you could handle that, Jennifer. The
1: thing thing that I like about Skate 3 isn't any of the stuff where you're actually competing or trying to accomplish any goals. It's just taking a skateboard and riding around its levels. Like, the feel of that... There's something nice about just going down a gravel pit and uh, bailing a bunch, but just riding around and then, hey, I'll skate over to this university or I'll um, grind rails n- near the mall, that kind of thing.
2: The virtual experience of skidding your knee.
1: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is like... Fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's the best version of two of the greatest skateboarding games of all time. And uh, it uh, runs flawlessly. It a bunch of the skaters that they add, they added are pretty great. Like my go-to is Leo Becker, who is, uh, I hope, Leo Baker. That's the last name, Leo Baker, um, who's basically the first trans athlete in a video game. And they're awesome. And uh yeah, there was something satisfying about finally, like, I don't know how many years it's been since I first got uh, that blue cartridge for the Nintendo 64, but going back and beating these two games in their best form is like, okay, yeah, this is,
0: this is something special. My only pushback there is maybe it was just a case where you didn't talk a ton, but it didn't seem like you played it for that long
2: um well you here's the thing you completed like the campaigns for both of these games and unlocked everything
1: i did do that and it's it's one of those things where i have kind of slowed on completing some of the later lifetime goals but uh that's just the way that i p- approach most games for the most part like um I don't know. I end up jumping around a ton to various things, but uh, I definitely put in the time for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two to unlock all of the secret levels and um, gold all the competitions, that
0: kind of thing. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, so it's it's sort of like this category isn't super suited to your the way you play games, but of its entries, this is the most representative.
1: Yeah. There, are, There is at least one game that is more suitable to, I guess, the way that this category is constructed, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's yours, too. One of yours, anyway.
2: Um, um
0: A lot of these are, are my additions, because um, I am the sort of person who plays games this way, right? Um. And I guess I'm going to go ahead and cut Gundam Breaker 3. I'm glad to have – it's it's an honor to be nominated. Um, Gundam Breaker 3 is like Dynasty Warriors Gunpla, and you, like, smash the arms off another Gunpla, and then you can put them on yourself. And also it has the gotcha thing of you can, you can feed, like, a, a set of – you can feed a gun to another gun to make a better gun nice. or to evolve it into a different gun. Uh, it's a hell of a rabbit hole. They should make another gun to breaker game that doesn't suck cuz new gun to breaker was trash. Um it's does, does, it's very grindy, but it's very fun.
2: It's just like the type of game that you need to like just if you want to just sink some time into.
0: Totally. I mean like I there was a point um where we were doing scanline table or scanline tabletop, we were doing Starsung Distance and I started submitting like designs for various player mecha that I'd made in Gundam Breaker 3.
2: Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was pretty neat.
0: Um which was also partially partially just made me realize the difference between uh I, I love Gundam, but when I iman- imagine like my own original mecha, it actually doesn't adhere that closely to Gundam aesthetic, I've realized. Um but you know it is what it is. You're a
2: boundary breaker.
0: Yeah you know i've always i've always said that um i you know those those signs they put up in in ssx3 that say out of bounds
2: and i just break right through those yep just clip into clip into the void um i i want to bring up a game like take it on and maybe just take it off the list um the game that kept me like pretty entertained was the jackbox party pack 7 Mm. That came out this year, and I think that the games in this particular party pack are really excellently well done. Um, I have a particular fondness for Talking Points, which is the um, goofball TED Talk uh, game in which you don't know what you're going to talk about until you see the slide itself. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was just a very entertaining way to get some friends together on discord and just you know have a a good time and you know like it all the games like pretty much work uh over a discord call which is how most multiplayer games are played nowadays especially in the decade that was 2020 um like it was very conducive to like you know screen sharing and experience and just everybody jumping in So I thought it was a really, really... I think it's a really entertaining party pack. Um,
0: Ah, gosh. It's... Hmm. Because since you bring it up, like... I don't feel like I can add this to best moment because it is so personalized... But probably in games, my moment of the year was when I had to give the, your mom wanted me to talk to you about the divorce <laughs> talk.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was,
0: uh, that was pretty, that was a, that was a very special moment. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> I like, I particularly like the, um, there was a talk that I gave that was basically my journey into accepting myself as a woman, but in a ridiculous TED talk mm-hmm <laughs> like it was it was very conducive to very personal but very silly stories being told um like if there's one specific game like if for some reason you could only get one game out of the pack it's like talking points would be that game
0: mm-hmm.
2: but i think it's an excellent pack and i think it's worth checking out if you have a bunch of online friends and you want to like get together and have a big old fun call
0: Yeah, I think we should leave it on for now, at least. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's just like, um, champed up is a pretty fun time, even like, Mm -hmm. I like the mechanic, like, they really consider the multiple game, like, uh, groups of people playing multiple games in a row, because I love that in champed up, you can bring back champions that you've drawn in previous rounds to a current round. So a mm-hmm. champion that didn't do so round in like the first game you played might be hilarious in like the third game you play.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it has, it has, it's not just, um, it's not just talking points. There are some other winners on there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate Final Fantasy 14. Um, I think perhaps for some of our friends, this would be a stronger contender. For me, this was like, it's not that Final Fantasy fourteen was bad this year. It's just that for me, last year was more more its year. Mm-hmm. I think this year
2: that was the year like Shadowbringers came out, right? Last mm-hmm. year,
0: and you know they've had some great you know content drops and stuff. But I've I'm always I'm never the person that gets really hard into the end game of these kinds of games. So of of MMOs. So for me, once you're putting out the like the post uh, like post expansion pack uh, patches. Those just are never going to hit as hard for me even if they're really good. And I think they were pretty good, but it's just like that doesn't that doesn't hook my attention in the same way. So I think I think I, It's not at all that Final Fantasy 14 had a bad year. It's just that I I would say it had my a, mind was elsewhere.
2: I, I say it had a pretty good year because I have I do not like MMOs and I enjoyed my time with Final Fantasy 14. The only reason I'm not playing it is because my work schedule sucks and I don't mm-hmm. have time to invest in it at the moment.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i think we can also controversial cut out out of the gate i think we can get rid of animal crossing new horizons
2: yeah i think we can like uh Uh, i'm a big animal crossing fan and i kind of agree (laughs) like that game had a very strong first few months and
1: then it just dropped off hard at least for myself and i imagine Six and Curie as well.
2: Like, the thing is, I really liked Animal Crossing New Leaf. And one of the things that I thought I wanted in an Animal Crossing game was more control over stuff. But as I've grown older and wiser, you know, in the years between New Leaf and New Horizons, I realize I don't actually want all that control. Animal Crossing New Horizons gives you so much control over your island That it kind of, in a way, defeats the purpose of Animal Crossing, which is to be just a, you know, pseudo-social space for these virtual friends that you make. And decisions are made that are out of your power, but that's okay because the point of the game and the point of life is to realize not everything is within your power. Animal Crossing New Horizons gives you the ability to literally terraform the land into your own vision, and I just think that's like, that's just too much.
0: Well, and also, I mean, New Horizons does this thing where it has all, it has all these new like controls and stuff for you that for you to have more influence over over the game. But it also does this like star grading thing of your island that is just a real shitty algorithm. It's just like, hey, do you have a nightstand in every corner of the map? Good job. It's just it. I have I hit the point. And and I've spoken to numerous other people who hit the point where it's like, oh, I need to raise my stars for this or for that to happen to get this unlock or whatever. And in order to raise my stars, I have to make my Island more ugly.
2: Yeah. Like I never got to the point of, I never unlocked KK slider because it was like, this is just busy work on an algorithm. I don't see or understand. Like I don't want to interact with this. I just want to trade fruits with my friends and You know, pick up new pieces of furniture to customize my home and, you know, make friends with the weird cat person across the street.
1: Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. the other thing to bring up. The online in this game fucking sucks. Like, it has such potential, but anytime someone enters or leaves the island, everything comes, grinds to a fucking halt for like two minutes as this other person loads in and there's just it just has enough interaction to make you want to do things but then the things that you can do together don't feel fulfilling enough to sustain a regular hangout spot
2: Mm -hmm. new leaf was better at that stuff like if you want a really good animal crossing i would say animal crossing new leaf is like the go-to animal crossing right now i think because it just like it has like it gives you enough control over stuff so that you have influence over the game, but it also takes enough out of your hands that it doesn't feel like you are, you know, you know, you're just the mayor uh, in New Leaf, and the mayor like doesn't have that much control, <laughs> and that's okay. I just okay. I just find it so baffling that with
0: all this all this work they did on on New Horizons they don't give you anything to do when you're together. Why can you not be like, Hey, let's have a fishing contest. And like you, you know, you talk to Isabel and she's like, okay, you know, we'll measure the fish you, you get, you know, we'll have a winner or like bug catching or like style. Give us something to do.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like the most, the most interaction that you can really get is like, Oh, I'm going to check out what you have in your shops today, which is like, that's not that great. Not that compelling. And you can only hit each other with nets so often, before that becomes like really tiresome.
0: You can hit people with nets pretty often. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm kidding. I I agree with you.
2: Yeah, like I think in New Leaf they did introduce tools. Like they introduced the timer so that you could have a race with your friends.
0: Hmm. Huh. It's, it's. I yeah. We need we need some of that here. But I'm. You know. That's like. Maybe in the middle of summer, they'll push one of their regular content updates that adds things for you to do, you know, a year and a half later.
2: I really wanted to like New Horizons, because I really like Animal Crossing. You can tell how passionate I am about Animal Crossing, (laughs) or at least I hope that comes through.
0: And I, I still do like New Horizons. It's just that, you know, I play things and I walk away.
2: Yeah. I haven't touched my island in quite some time. Which is unfortunate, because I liked what I did with it. But, like, at a certain point, looking at other people's islands just filled me with, like, dread. Because it was like, oh, I could be doing more. And it's like, that's not the type Mm. of feeling that I want to get from an Animal Crossing game. I want to get, like, a feeling of walking into somebody's town and like, oh, what villagers do you have? What... Like, what fruits do you have? Like, what kind of stuff do you have here? Mm-hmm. It's not an awful game by any means. Like, I still enjoyed my time with it. It was just a subpar Animal Crossing.
0: That's, that's fair. Um, Apex Legends convinced me that shooters can be good.
2: Apex Legends is a really good game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I played a lot of it this year. I played a ton.
2: They um, introduced crossplay this year, which is uh, yeah. smart.
1: Yeah, it's following the it's following in the footsteps of a lot of other games, but it's good that it 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 take it it adding crossplay took a great game and made it even better.
2: Um. I I didn't spend that much time with Apex Legends as you did, but it was very clear that as a social experience, it was successful in terms of being like this game that you can cooperate with your friends and have a great time, even if you're not like performing at your best.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even solo queue is fun in that game, which for, uh, you know, like team-based multiplayer shooter is pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, like people have talked about the communication wheel uh, non-stop, but it's for a good reason. It takes a game that um, otherwise you might have to be interacting with uh, toxic people too often and it makes it completely playable with, where you just mute everyone, but even if you don't mute everyone, I've found more often than not that people are for the most part, cool on voice chat.
2: <laughs> Mozambique over here.
0: <laughs> oh well, fuck you too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to cut Total War Three Kingdoms. I played a lot of Total War Three Kingdoms, and it had some really great DLC this year. Um, we have a we have a best add-ons, uh, you know, category. Um, that i guess probably already <laughs> chronologically will probably have already come out by the time you hear this um and i think there's there's some entries in in that in it for total war three kingdoms that will have done well i'm guessing we'll see um but i don't think either of you two played it this year um
2: can't say that i have no
1: yeah i played a little bit of it but not a ton it's it's a very good game though like it's it has a whole lot to it like
0: oh yeah we did a little streaming of it this year with you that's right
1: yeah and a small podcast on it i think that was that year i think that was this year too
0: yeah i guess it was but it's uh yeah i i it's very good but we have to whittle this list down and i think there are the other ones we have left are stronger
2: yeah
1: should we make this a top four or top three?
2: Um, uh, I guess that depends upon how much you think Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two hangs. Like how much of it, like it, entertained you throughout 2020.
1: I guess it came out on the tail end of 2020, and it is true that I could be going back to it
0: more often. So
1: it's. If if that disqualifies it, that's fine.
0: Well, I I wanted... it's not about disqualifying. It's about whether you think it deserves to be in the top or not.
1: I guess the other three kind of uh, edged out a little.
0: I mean, if you're trying to if you're trying to nicely say that it can go without betraying its trust, <laughs> then okay. But if you're trying to like concede ground, you don't necessarily need to here.
1: I think it can go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair.
0: Um, So this gives us a top three of Apex Legends, Hades, and Jackbox
2: Party Pack Seven. You mean Hades, our Um, Game of the Year 2019, (laughs) and still can? Yeah, Hades is uh... Hades is fucking excellent.
0: Hades has its own channel on our server. Uh That doesn't happen for a lot of games.
2: It happens for some games where they don't last very long.
0: But, sure, it, it happens when I like have one weekend where I feel really strongly about something and then no one posts to it and I quietly delete the channel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Hades has been going strong for a while and still has. Uh, mm-hmm. Hades is an excellent, excellent game. The Switch release came out um, and I was thoroughly entertained by the Switch release. Uh, I felt like I was worried about how it would look and how it would control but it looks and controls great on the switch and they finally dropped crossplay so or not crossplay uh cross saves so you can take your progress from the PC version and put it on the switch version and vice versa um i don't think we can sing the praises of Hades enough <laughs> it's a really fucking yeah. good game <laughs> yeah it's excellent yeah
0: I guess it has to win here, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> it kind of does because I think more than anything, like Hades is just a game that, you know, uh, you could just drop back, like you could drop out of for a little while, but it still just draws you back in. Like its weapon yeah. variety is amazing, the storyline and character work is phenomenal, the music, I mean, it'll get its due in music as well. It's a really excellent title
0: okay all right you've you've convinced me um i to be honest i kind of didn't want to give it to it but it's just sort of like you know it's just a weird hang-up i know like it's the right answer
2: i i would like out of the three games i think like hades has some of the best staying power like all three of these three winners we have are all really good, but I think Hades is going to last for a very long time. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the weird case where I actually came up feeling the most strongly about Total War Three Kingdoms, but I think that's just because I haven't played it in a while and I want to get back to it, rather than it necessarily being the strongest candidate here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) My ambition is to make... uh... 2021's Game of the Decade, Hitman 3. He actually commit
2: to it this time. Jen Bunaga's ambition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do we want to read out our winners? Yeah, sure.
0: Our winner is Hades, with runners-up Apex Legends and Jackbox Party Pack 7. Well. Uh, and a, a lot of great uh, nominees that didn't quite make the cut, Um. That was our Game of the Decade category. Uh, I, I guess I should, I feel like I should put this up second to last. Um, yeah. Our, we're recording this all out of order, all out of whack. So, you know, that's that's just how it is. Um, so, But next up should be our final category, Game of the Year. Please enjoy that. Um, that's going to be a fun one. Until then, folks. Peace out. See ya. Later. Hey, past six, this is Editor Six. Fuck you, that's what I say. I'm going to upload these in the order they were recorded. Eat shit. It makes more sense that way. Anyway, bye.